You can only get in touch with the unconscious if you're in a playful mood, not if you're in a driven, purposive mood, and that we've learned by and large not to play, partly because it's not encouraged in schools, and partly as we get older, we have too many responsibilities. So if we want to play, what we need to do is to create a space where we're not interrupted and where for about an hour and a quarter, round about that, we just play with the idea and we mustn't be interrupted. So we have to create boundaries of space and then we create a boundary of time, a very fixed period so that we start here and then we finish there. And then after about 15 minutes, all the worries and things that we ought to be doing <laughs> start settling and then we can start getting in contact with our unconscious and seeing what it coughs up. Two other points. What it coughs up is not neatly typed out on bits of paper. It's in the language of dreams, the language of the unconscious. So they're very subtle, very subtle prompters. I mean, Einstein himself said of his own creative process that he could never describe in words what he was thinking during the process that he was thinking. And then finally, you come up with something, you've got to allow it to grow because you can't start criticizing it until you really understand what you might be coming up with. Then you have to bring your normal, everyday, critical mind into being to see whether uh, it's a good idea or not. That might not be, it might be, or maybe you can keep a bit, throw away the rest, and then go back into creative mode to build on what you actually like of it. So that's really it. There's no need to read the book. And it only takes an hour. <laughs> <laughs> John, you, you just spoke a lot about play. And we're, we're curious about how your childhood informed the way you think about creativity. I remember about 40 years ago, Sammy Davis Jr. Are you too old to remember him? No, I remember him. <laughs> he said he thought a boring childhood was a boon so far as creativity was concerned. And I was an only child and my parents moved around a lot and I spent a lot of time on my own. So I think I developed a sort of ability just to sit there and amuse myself. But it never occurred to anyone that I was creative, least of all to me, because creative meant you could paint quite well. <laughs> you see what I mean? That's what it meant in an English school. And I think it's really helpful to people to realize that although they emerge from school assuming that they're not creative, it's just because the schooling system doesn't bully it out of us. It just doesn't reward any signs of creativity. I tell a story when I was about 16, my English teacher told the form to write an essay about time. And I wrote the whole essay about the fact that I didn't have time to write the essay. <laughs> I apologized at the end of it. Now, that always makes people smile. That's kind of neat. But, you know, the teacher said, this isn't a proper essay, please. So it's not that he was angry with me, it was just this doesn't count. So that a little 